0: Ow, 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 and ow. That's what the painful (laughs) sounds like from getting attacked from an avalanche. The sharks get one painfully uh, when they visit Colorado. Let's talk about it now on Teal Town After Dark. Good evening, everyone. It is Tuesday night, January 26, 2021. The San Jose Sharks lose a tough one in Denver, 7 3 to the Colorado Avalanche. Welcome to Teal Town After Dark. This is your live interactive Sharks post game. We do this after every single game, home and away for the Sharks. If you want to be part of the show, chat with us and fellow Sharks fans on the page or the app. And of course, follow us on the social, on all the social media platforms. And of course, find us at Teal Town USA dot com pleased to be joined by ian reed ian how are you up in the great white north
1: fantastic i guess i mean i'm good the game wasn't but i'm i'm good at least right
0: yeah it's a it's a tough one uh to take i mean uh started out nicely uh ryan donato looking looking to be good here uh but uh it got worse after that my friend
1: yeah, I, I, look, this team, this team is not very good, and when they play a good game like this, uh, obviously, when they play a game against a team like this, uh, these are some of the expectations that we should have going forward. Um, I think it's definitely, you know, there there was a lot of problems in this game, um, goaltending wasn't very good but it wasn't the whole story like you can hang a lot of this on the the goalies but like at the same time like the team in front of them wasn't very good they were outplayed pretty much and you know every inch of ice Colorado was outplaying except for maybe in the third obviously when things are nicely put away and out of the way obviously I think um that you know the sharks looked a little bit better, but at that point it's like fantastic, right? You're you're up against uh, a, a team. You know you're you're down that much against the team. Like uh, they're gonna take their foot off the gas a little in the third, and that's what happened. Um, so yeah, I mean it's it it was a rough night, and it's gonna be something that. Uh, we're probably going to see a little bit of especially over the next little bit on the schedule cuz the next sched, like the next games on the schedule don't get much easier
0: unfortunately. And that's the problem is that you're going to have Colorado, you know, next on Thursday, then you're going to have two games potentially against the Vegas Golden Knights. That depends on everything with with everything that went on with uh Vegas there. Yeah, I mean, just like I um, mean,
1: they play tonight, so I'm assuming those games are happening.
0: Yeah, I mean, they they went on. Uh, in fact, congrats to Joel Ward uh, for uh, making his NHL coaching debut before he makes his AHL coaching debut. Uh, in that sense, <laughs> you yeah, know, but just a just a plethora of uh, just a plethora of problems. All over the case tonight, Um, trying to deal with all kinds of issues, uh, you know, with everything. Mm Goaltending wasn't the best. Defensive play wasn't the best. You know, little stuff here and there. I mean, this kind of reminds me of the Boston game last October, which was kind of around this point of the season, if you kind of compare the, you know, where they were in the schedule, you know, wise this point forward and, and that's not good. And, it, and, you know, yeah. Where's the, everything sucks. shirt? If it's the occasion, I mean, you know, it's, a, it's tough because you were hoping for some optimism. You got some considering what, what, uh, Minnesota did. So, uh, you know, it's an, it's an issue that's going to be going forward.
1: Yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I mean, looking, uh, looking at just some of these, some of these numbers here, um, you know, obviously like the sharks, the sharks had a lot of opportunities to, to do some stuff in this game. I mean, they, they had some power plays, power play continues to be an issue for the sharks. Unfortunately, um, that's something that's obviously got to be corrected. Um, I mean, it's just such a. Tough, tough game. Um, I, I, and again, look at Colorado's a good team. Colorado's one of the best teams in the league right now. Let alone like this division. We knew that there was going to be teams in this division that was going to be murder. Um, you know, there's like you said, there was. You know, you wanted to be somewhat optimistic about the the Sharks' chances because you had uh, teams. You know, they they played. They've the teams they played so far. You know, they've they've kind of. They've done okay against some of the teams they've played so far. They've had good games and bad games. Um, but I'm not like obviously you want to see the Sharks come back and, and play their next game against Colorado, which is the next opponent, and, and do something, you know, you want to see them do something more positive. But I don't think this is gonna be the trend of good game, bad game. I I there's there's a lot of big warning signs tonight that are that are incredibly problematic. And 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 I agree that they did start the game well, but once the game got away from them, it it really rolled away from them <laughs> really quick. Um the you know, I don't know. I, I guess I'll start with like the, you know, the first goal. I didn't think the first goal was particularly bad. Um, you know, I I'm trying to remember all the goals now because like there's so many tonight. Uh I, I didn't think the first one was particularly bad. It wasn't great. Um, but it was just kind of like the the frequency and how many goals went in. And, and just kind of like Jones, like I find like when he gets, like you can tell he gets a little rattled because he starts overcompensating. I thought the, the the second goal wasn't very good. Like, yeah, okay. Like the defense really screwed Jones there. Okay. On the second goal, like no, no doubt. The defense screwed Jones hard, but like it's, it's a backhand. It's like unscreened. It's on the ice. It's just not a great goal to let in. I mean, even goalie you know defense uh, the defense being what it was uh it, it just really wasn't a great goal for him to let in and then the other thing was you know and then the third goal the third goal like it was a really nice shot by Renton, and don't get me wrong i don't want to take anything away from the shot of Renton, but i don't know what jones is doing there like it's uh it's it's it was a really nice shot, but at the same time, like it was again, it was stoppable. And I think at that point, if I was Bugner, I probably would have went to Dubnik. Now, obviously, Dubnik wasn't terribly better in this, in this, you know, in this situation. Like, obviously, I don't think he was much better tonight. But at that point, and I tweeted this out at the time, right? Like at that point, I probably would have went to Dubnik then after that third goal because it just seemed like. The game was was getting away from them, and it honestly, I thought that the last two, like the the first, the two of the three first goals were very stoppable shots, in my opinion. I don't know. Uh, so let me um, give me a second here, guys. So we're having some stuff going on in the background here. Um, some of the things that I thought that was uh, that was good, mind you. Okay, can we stop this? Like, okay, no one's starting their, no one's bringing their AHL goalie up for this. They have got two goalies making way too much money. The AHL goalies not starting. Stop. Just give it a rest. It's not going to happen. This is the NHL. No one starts their, no one calls up their AHL first-year goalie to play some games. Like, this is dumb. Like, it's just dumb. I'm not even, we shouldn't even discuss it. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm tap dancing, as you can see. Um, but yeah, like, sorry, guys, I'm not used to doing this. But so, so like the first period, I thought. Super stoppable, stoop, super, super stoppable. Um, there's some stoppable goals there. It's funny because the goal that Jones got pulled on, actually, like Jones didn't have a chance on that one for sure. Like, it was funny that Jones got, um, Jones went, um, Jones had no chance. Like it was a big screen and, and there was no chance there that Jones was going to make a save. But like, at that point, what do you do? Right. At that point, you have to pull Jones. Um, it was late, but in my opinion, you know, that's what you have to do in that situation
0: yeah no i apologize uh we're having some issues uh coming in uh uh, with the website and they are all occurring as we're on the air so my apologies to uh everybody who's seeing a blank screen on my end uh but you're doing you're doing great ian but yeah i mean you had you had the first goal everything seemed hunky-dory and then you know it's just that that rush and it's kind of like like what we saw with vegas you know a number of times uh with usually like the first five minutes of the game where they just come at you in waves they wait for you to make that first mistake and then watch out here they come but you know i mean yeah I i mean they were stoppable i mean there were bad mistakes there were some lazy moves you know, I think I saw LeBanc being lazy. I thought it was—I thought I saw Meyer look like they were, uh, at the—you know—playing with a with a controller without any batteries in it. So I don't know what with this. It's just ridiculous. I mean, I can't see them bringing in Melnichek. I—I think they have to nope. get it through the first. Oh, it's not even an option. Like
1: you have two. NHL goalies, this is the, this is the tandem that they came in with. They're not, there's, there's not going to be any, um, this not happening. Like, let's just, it's, it's just, it's not even worth talking about because it's not going to happen. Like, it's just, these are the goalies that have come to the dance with. These are the goalies they're going to leave the dance with. Unless there's an injury, it's going to be Jones or Dubnik every night. Uh, Anthony Sanchez asking in chat, I want to know where the hell John Madden is visa issue can cause a two week absence. Well, here's the problem, right? Because he's going to have to get his visa information worked out and then he's got to quarantine before he can join the team. Right. So it's not even like, I don't know if he's quarantining during this time, but I, so I'm, I'm interested to see how that pans out because I mean, obviously, visa issues can i don't know i'm not a i'm not an immigration lawyer i don't i don't know but i mean obviously we have seen visa issues have effects like this in the past Uh but i'd like to see you know i'd like to see uh i'd like to see a couple of things like you know i because the visa issue too like i'd like to see i'd like to see What they're planning to do with Ballsters, if he's going to be a taxi squad guy, if he's going to see some game action, like there's a couple things in there that are are going to be interesting to see, to see what they do. Um, Trying to see here.
2: And we're back. Let's see if I can't get Ian Boy in here, shall we? Hey now, hey now, hey now. Let's see what we can do here. Yeah, I know. It's coming, it's coming. The audio's coming. Relax. All right. Yeah, we know. I don't know what we it's, guys. It's, think. Con- I don't know if we have to make a new link or. Nope, we're continuing on the same. Whatever. Links. I was
1: trying to tap dance, but it's hard because like I can hear. I could hear everything Puck guy was saying, like talking to support. So I'm trying to like,
2: <laughs> vamp, uh-huh.
1: but I have that in my ear at the same time. That's yeah. hard.
2: Okay, let's see if I can't dial. I can't hear you. Here. Give me a second. Oh, perfect. And well, I guess we got to fix these names, eh? <laughs> <gasps> Have you ever had one of those nights? Where are my settings? Have you? Okay. Now we're there. Jeez. I don't even know what you guys are talking about. This this was literally the Murphy's Law night. Like, lost. I can't hear you at all. Oh, hold on. And now you got me. There you go. Okay. So anyway, sorry about that, everybody. Dude, Murphy's Law night tonight. Evidently, uh, we. For those of you who don't know, in the San Jose area, in the Bay Area at large, it uh, it is windy as fuck. <laughs> so windy. Well, let's. I think we can probably turn that off. Thank you. Uh, so anywho. Oh, and, I'm, and I just found out, I just got a notification that I missed a police chase. Oh, it's just been the worst oh. night ever. Okay, so look, how did this start off? Uh, we got, uh, well, we got a crappy Sharks game, right? You know, like the, the they get that first goal, and then you think, okay, cool. good. You know, you're halfway through the period. You get a goal from Donato, who's looked good most of this season, and you're going, okay, the, good continuation from the last game. We're moving along. And then you give up that one with the you know towards the end of the period, and then another one, and the, oh, and crap, here comes another one, and it's just like Jesus Christ! After one, were you kind of like maybe this is time to pull Jones, or were you like no, you know it's not on him? Let her let her go for the second. How are you feeling on that? Completely agree. All right, sorry, I'm frazzled. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm with you. But uh, I definitely felt like they could have pulled Jones maybe one more earlier. I, th- I would have pulled him after the third goal. Yeah, that's yeah. That's...
1: Like that's where I would have pulled him. I think after that third goal, I think that's where I would have would have given him the the you know would have yoinked him, or at the very least let him finish the period and then start Dub- Dubnik in the in the second is maybe what I alternatively what you could have done. Mm-hmm. Um, I I mean the goal that he did get pulled on like that wasn't his fault. No period like that was not his fault but at that point you had to do something um i would have done it sooner but yeah what can you do
2: well and this you know look i'm you know you used to me beating the power play drum but now it's just like the defense drum it's when you have the most expensive defense in the league you can't give up that many high danger chances you... no and and that's the other thing too like as as not good as the goaltending was the defense
1: was worse yeah oh, like it's
2: horrible Top the, the,
1: the goaltending was not good but the defense was worse like the the team like not even just like the defense men like just the team defense in general was nowhere near on point tonight and i don't understand the system that they're trying to employ because i don't like i need a few more games to try and figure out what the hell this defensive play is supposed to be because i have no idea like there's a lot of times where i look at what they're doing on the ice and i just kind of scratch my head Jeez.
2: yeah you're right there but you know i said it on twitter look everybody gives up a stinker the sharks have done it everybody you know dallas railed the preds the other day seven nothing didn't yeah. colorado rinse st louis eight nothing the other day so yeah you know, I think the Senators got waxed seven-one earlier tonight. So I mean, it happens. Everybody puts up stinkers. And remember, this is—you know th- this wouldn't tonight have been like game one, <laughs> or maybe the final exhibition game. If we're talking, you know, usually we play about six or seven before the real season starts. Tonight was game seven. So look, you know, reset the clock. Try to get it back on Thursday and try to get back to five hundred. But I will say though you can't have a slow start daunting task huh yeah
1: that's a daunting task it's it's just it's
2: such a daunting task because
1: uh, i mean the sharks they're not a great team but like you know they've managed to look okay on some nice foot like it doesn't get any easier from here like isn't vegas next after this yep two against vegas like it's it's gonna be like that like this could become a bloodbath
2: really quick. Uh, that's what I'm saying. And 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 it's so funny that, you know, going back early on, I was, you know, telling my pals, it's like, look, Vegas and Colorado, dogfight for one and two. St. Louis probably slots in three, maybe even makes mm-hmm. a run for one or two if, you know, if, if the things work their way. Then my whole thing was I'm like, going, well, Minnesota is like my pick for the fourth spot everybody else is in so far that's worked out now fast forward 50 games from now and it could look quite different but sure i mean holy crap right now it's like it looks exactly how a lot of people predicted it would look and like you're saying i don't know where you go from this i mean you would think dubnik is going to get the start on thursday even though i dubnik has for me not looked better than jones No. And that's, and
1: that's, that's, that's been a problem, right? Like it's the, again, like the goaltending, it wasn't just Jones. I don't, I don't think like the numbers are going to look favorable for Dubnik after tonight, like as far as like save percentage and stuff goes. But I mean that goal that, you know, we kind of bitched goaltender interference and I'm like, what are you complaining about? You interfered with the other player and you know, you kind of like, he got himself in my opinion, tangled up with the player and took himself out of the play. Yeah. And, and then to whine to the ref after. I mean, I get it. You want to, you know, you want to try and get a call to go your way. But I'm like,
2: yeah, I didn't did know. You what, see that? Yeah, I didn't know what the <laughs> hell he was complaining about. To be honest, I'm like, dude, come on. <laughs> dude, yeah, you're like eight feet outside the paint. And you're gonna get the hell out of here. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I just, I don't. Like you're saying, I don't know what this team is yet. The only thing I can say no. is that it's, uh, you know, it's a team that doesn't have a top six. They have a top four.
1: Yeah, and you know what? And that's been problematic though because their their top four has been kind of absent too. Like oh, I yeah. really liked, like I really don't get me wrong. I I really like I really like Donato and Couture, mm-hmm. and I surprisingly, I'm surprised how much I like Gambrell and Gregor. Yeah, they've stepped but, up.
2: Beyond that, well, dude, Timo, Timo, you know, Timo had that solid game against Arizona where he put up three points in what ended up being a loss. Mm -hmm. And then last, last game before tonight, he gets demoted when, you know, Donato gets pushed up, Timo gets demoted to the third line and has, you know, they had a solid outing everybody thought that that line was probably the best. And then, then what happened? (laughs) <laughs> yeah I
0: mean
1: Timo's, Timo's got to find some consistency at some point here like and Timo's a guy that I like a lot like I, there's a lot about his game that I like but there's been so many just frustrating outings from him so far this year and you know and again like it's hard to it's, it's hard because like, you can pick on like individual players but I mean overall like I mean the team game still isn't what it needs to be at all even for a crappy team a team as crappy as this like they they need to they you need more consistent um you more consistent play from some of your guys that are supposed to be your big guys the guys that are you know making the money frankly Mm -hmm. your money players have to be your money players and and right now couture i think couture has been good this season but you know beyond that like as far as money players go well i think ugh. hurdle i think hurdle started off yeah hot. yeah hurdle, hurdle hurdles hurdles all right like i i don't think hurdle had a bad game i didn't really notice hurdle tonight though like not in a good way and not in a bad way yeah you know i just really didn't notice him tonight to be completely honest and that's that's not good either and i love hurdle but like
2: to not notice him at all well problematic <laughs> And it also seems like every time uh, Kane gets noticed, it's because he's going to the box. I don't know what is going on with this cat. It's every other game, it seems like, so far. I mean, he took, uh, what, three penalties in game two versus Arizona. I think there was three against – no, three, I think, against St. Louis and then like four during the second game of the Minnesota series. And then now you've got tonight where he picks up two. It's just like, bruh. You know, you're, you're part of that top six. You, you last time I looked, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, Ian. Uh, I have yet to see an NHL player score a goal from inside the penalty box.
1: Yeah, me too. <laughs> uh, I'd like to see it, but uh, no, you're right. I mean, it's definitely, it's, it's definitely an issue. Uh, obviously, the more the game gets out of hand, I mean, there's there's players that are going to act up more as the game gets out of hand like this. So I wasn't really surprised by it um, a little bit. And look, at the Sharks are getting a little bit testy near the end of the game, too. Um, and obviously, you know, Kane's going to be a part of that for, for better or worse. But yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it's probably like I said, I mean, there's. There's players. There's there's a couple of forwards. There's a pair of forwards on a couple of lines that I really like tonight. And then the rest, I don't have much use for tonight. Like, <laughs> and it's and it's bad because you know, like again, you're including guys like you know, you're including guys like Timo Meyer in there and Patrick Kane and or Patrick Kane and Evander Kane. Uh, you know, and even like I said, Hurdle I didn't really notice one way or the other, which really isn't. I mean, obviously I don't want to no, notice him in a bad way, but gotta notice you at some point.
2: Yeah. No, I'm See? with you. And Chris, now Chris calling it out, our buddy Chris, some of this is on coaching. Players make constant mental mistakes is where coaching needs to correct. And that's true that I mean, absolutely. Bugner has called this out a few times, you know, since the beginning, he called out Carlson saying that he was below average at the, to, start of the se- to start the mm-hmm. season and he was making mental mistakes. Um clearly Gambrell didn't impress during camp since he didn't start until the third game. And that was after they, you know, tried Showman, tried Handlemark, didn't work. Okay. Let's bring in Gambrell, see what he does. And like you were saying, the hockey jerk has said Gambrell uh,
0: and he's you gotta,
2: been good. He's been good. And you got to give it to him too. Cause, you know, contract year, this is kind of like his shit or get off the pot year. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, Gambrell, dude, turn it on. I mean, this is, at this point, yeah, that that bottom six needs to to bring it. You know, whether it's a different guy, whether it's give me Sorensen, give me Gregor, give me Graham Brel, and give it up. You know, talking about Gregor, give it up to him. He gets scratched for a couple games, and since then has come in. I think last two games played solid. Yeah. No, absolutely. Um, Noah Gregor, like again,
1: just him, Donato, Graham Brel. Like I just really like their games you know um the problem is is these aren't the guys that well i mean, you know donato's trying to prove he's a top six forward uh in this league but like the problem is is that you know like Gambell, Gregor, like you want these guys to play good but these aren't the these aren't the guys that are going to carry you over the finish line right like these are pieces that you add to an already good um you know they're they're pieces you add to an already good team and that's the problem here is that you got a lot of guys that aren't earning their paychecks right now, which is, you know, problematic, obviously. Well, and again, it comes, it's, it's, it's a team. There's, there's a lot, there's a lot going on here. It's not just individual players. Like there's, there are team issues right now.
2: Yeah. Well, Chris says too many cell phones and one or two vets making mental mistakes is one thing. This is team. this is team wide. And we saw this last season, either they all just happen to be struggling or coaching is not doing a good job correcting. Uh, Look, if, how long do you think this can continue? Before something happens. Now, last time I looked, cap friendly mm-hmm. the, the sharks don't have space. Really? No. You no. Know, no, it, no. They're completely. So they're they're completely hamstrung. So it just kind of feels like, okay, you're either going to have to find somebody that you can move, right? And I hate that we're talking about this seven games in, right? Mm-hmm. But look, if this continues for another compacted schedule, people, you know, for sure. It's, so. If you have to move somebody, I mean, do you think about trying to see if you can find somebody to take Burns' fat contract? And that way, you know, you get some value, whether than letting him go to Seattle or. I I can't imagine anybody's going to take Vlasic at this point. Who would want either of those? Like, that's the problem is, like, a lot of the guys that I think
1: the Sharks would want to move, I don't know. Like, I don't think Burns has been horrific this season so far. I don't either. That's why I'm
2: saying maybe this is the time um, to move them if you maybe, can get okay, I understand? yeah 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 yeah.
1: i don't know though because i look at those contracts who wants those contracts like if you look around the, the league at the players making the money that a lot of these the sharks players are they're a hell of a lot younger than the Sharks players mm-hmm. that are making this money like i don't know who wants like that's the problem right like i don't know who would want these contracts
2: i don't something's gonna have to happen <laughs> it's a, it, look, it, I know I beat the drum all day and all night But uh, to me, this just It goes back to uh, Eric Carlson's deal
1: I mean, there's it, there's a lot. I mean, it's not just Carlson's oh, deal. I mean, like,
2: yeah, I think you can throw in a Vander Kane's deal as well at some point. you can throw a Vander Kane's deal, you can throw it. You, can,
1: I mean, you can look at a lot of these a lot of these, the big money players, and you can look at how long they're signed, and yeah, the what age they're going to be when these contracts are over. Um, You know, you can look at our Carlson, but at least like our Carlson's contract ends when he's, uh, I don't know, how old is he when it ends? Carlson, uh, I want to say 37? 37, you know. Um, but I mean, you look at, you look at guys like, you know, you go again, like Brent Burns, contract, takes some rate till he's 40 Mark Edward Vlasic.
2: Yeah. No, Same this story. Well, and hold on for a second. We'll get to that. But $5 super chat donation from John, John AJ, what is up with Timo effort? I do not know, sir. I do not know. <laughs> but he's the, just spurty. Like he,
1: he can turn yeah. it on for a couple of minutes and then.
2: Yeah. I'll tell you the year that the the season is going to scare the crap out of me. It's it's next off season because if memory serves, Hurdle and Ferraro are going to be due money, mm-hmm. and you're still paying all the other guys. Like you would hope, you would think by that time, and I'm sure Doug Wilson is probably going, oh well, uh, Burns won't be here by then, so that'll free up a bunch of cash. I don't know, but like exactly like you're saying, okay, who are you going to find to take that contract? And remember, he's got a modify. He's got a three team, you know, and he can three team
1: no trade. And he he might as
2: well. Everyone
1: talks about how like you'll you're the media and how they say, oh, well, Doug Wilson hasn't handed out no move clauses. Yeah, him. He might as well have Mm -hmm. a three team trade list. Is might as well have a no. You might as well have a no move. Like, it's such semantics, just and it makes me crazy when people, well, you know, they're just modified no trades. Yeah, modified no trades with a three-team trade list. Well,
2: let me ask you this, though.
1: that might as well be a no move.
2: Let me ask you this, though. What if they come to Burns and say, look, yeah, okay, give me your three teams or whatever, and tell Burns, you know, look, don't give me, you know, uh, who's up against it? Tampa's up against it, right? Didn't they have a bunch of Mm cap problems? Sure. Yeah, lots of teams are up against it okay, right now. I mean, so, that's the other thing. But that's what I'm saying. It's like, don't tell me, you know, Tampa, Colorado, and some other team that's up against the cap. Like, give me realistic things, because if you don't, I'm exposing you to Seattle. Do you want to, you know... And and maybe, to, you know, he could roll his dice, and he Burns could sit there and go... Pff. I don't think Seattle eats a contract. But that's what I'm saying. It's like Burns could yeah. go, yeah, big big deal, bro. But... but Maybe do you think uh, that Santos Wilson remembers what happens with Vegas, and does mm-hmm. one of those those side deals that says, "Okay, look, here's the guys that we're making available, but if you take Burns, we'll throw in a third rounder or something." You know what I mean? Something to oh, to- for
1: sure, yeah, absolutely could happen, could happen, could happen. I don't know. Here's the problem, though, right? And and, and I think the real answer to your original question, though, is what is the Sharks expectations for the season? And that they really haven't been, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know what Doug Wilson's expectations are for the season or, or take that higher. I don't know what Hassel Plattner's expectations for the season or what he's been sold. So, I mean, that's the real question. And without knowing that it's hard to say like what, you know, maybe, maybe we just let this roll
2: because, you know, secretly they're like, yeah, we're probably not doing anything this season. Well, and it, it makes you wonder too if if Hasso does, you know, because Hasso became like full parent of this thing like what five, six years ago somewhere in there. So it makes you wonder after Doug Wilson went so long and only missed the playoffs once, now you're talking missing the playoffs three out of six years if they if they miss this year. And huh. and take that a step further. You miss three out of six years. And you came ten minutes away from missing, or you know, from getting, losing in the first round against Las Vegas. Mm. So it's, I, again, I just go back to I don't understand why, um, Doug Wilson changed his M O. You know, it used to be I'll give you uh, all the all the no trade protection you want, but I'm only signing you five years. And now it's been, no, I'm going to give you full, but maybe I won't give you as much in your, I'm not going to give you a full no move, but I'll give you extra years either way. Or it's the fact that he bet when he signed Kane, when he signed Carlson, he bet, he didn't know COVID was coming and he bet that cap. He's like, oh, the way it moves up, I'll have money by the time we get there. For sure. I mean, there's definitely a factor there.
1: I think there was also the factor of, you know, if you thought that you could, and I've said this a million times, you know, I in my opinion, the goal was always to win a cup early. And then when all those contracts are terrible, well, we won a cup. So who gives a shit? I believe that's called the Chicago LA philosophy. Right. And <laughs> obviously that didn't happen. Like, and that didn't happen. And now, you know, and, th- and this is what I said, like I, I, you've heard me say this a hundred times, AJ, you know, when you sign those deals that the idea was to win a cup early, because then at the end who cares? You have a cup. And that would be the case. Obviously would be like, well, these contracts suck, but you know what? It brought a cup here and
2: you know, we'll always have that cup. Yeah. Problem is, is the cup never came and now the checks do. Yep. Uh, from John, John, another donation. Thank you, sir. With the effort, some of yes, these money contracts are playing with, I'd rather watch the rooks play and lose, at least play hard. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> see, I, man. I don't like want to see that. That's what the barracudas is for. <laughs>
1: well, I mean, yeah, I,
2: Oh, and by the way, we were talking about some players earlier, particularly like uh, Carlson and Meyer. Meyer tonight tipping off a minus three. That's not good. Only player to have that tonight. And uh, Eric Carlson adding to his his minus total. I'm trying to think. He might, in seven games, I think Carlson might have been positive once so far. And again, we always have to preface it with that. You know, that's that's not a huge important stat or whatever. You'd be surprised how many players look at that stat. No player wants to be a dash at the end of the night. No, for sure. Um, I mean, yeah, I look at like <laughs> when you lose a game by four
1: goals, especially when it's a seven something, you know, seven three loss. I mean, obviously, there's going to be guys in the
2: dashes for sure. Oh, uh, yeah, but you know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, no, I, I, I I'm hearing you. I am hearing you. Yeah, just a rough Actually, night. I mean,
2: even let's take. A but look, at, I mean, like quick. even
1: guys that like I thought played <laughs> Do, good, like you know what, Here, dude,
2: Donato, thing, right? like Donato and Lebanc were both positive tonight. So and, and Couture was plus was plus two. So it can happen. <laughs> yeah, no, it can. I mean, you know, but if you're
1: looking at like some of the players that are that are in the minuses, like I thought, you know, again, I said that I really like
2: Gambrell and Gregor's
1: game. They're both minus two tonight. I mean, so it just it yeah. goes to show that it's not. The be all and end all.
2: Oh, of course. It's, yeah, it's one, to, to quote Pink Floyd, it's one brick in the wall. <laughs> oh, get that sip. Uh, yeah. Sorry. See, now Carlson leading the team at a minus nine right now, but Tomash Hurdle right behind him with a minus six. Now, of course, the difference being Tomas Hurdle's also leading the team in points. Yeah. <laughs> Carlson's Problematic.
1: 10. I mean, it's. You're I mean, a the lot overall, more
2: bang for your dollar with hurdle right now. Uh,
1: the overall team needs to be better, period. Like th- this team needs to be better defensively. There's a lot of breakdowns that just can't happen, uh, you know, and that's that's the reality. I mean, we can I can sit here and complain about Jones and and dupe Nick all night, and I'm sure there'll be plenty of nights where I will going forward. But the reality was, was, you know, some of those opportunities just shouldn't have happened, period. And if the team, you know, the team's got to figure out what the hell they're defensive system is and they've got to start playing better Defe- defense as a team in general forwards defense you know it, it's got to be a team effort and right now it's just all over the place
2: yeah well and let's let's take a quick look at the stats here just because I'm I'm just morbidly curious <laughs> we all know that our our man Evander Kane leading the Sharks with 18 penalty minutes but that only puts him in fourth Hey, yeah, and what's funny? What you know? What really goes a long way? The top two leaders Mm
1: -hmm.
2: for for penalty minutes play for the Vancouver Canucks: Tyler Myers and Antoine Roussel, both leading the charge at twenty three each. So it doesn't shock. Yeah, well, in Vancouver, not necessarily having the uh, season they expected either. Um, No, so look. It is what it is. It was a you know, it was a crap game. They they're going to happen. We've you know, the sharks have had these before. Other teams have had these before. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, the the Oilers led in 6 tonight. So what are you going to do? So, anyway, look, we get to turn it around. In two nights we get to do it again against the Avalanche. Um <laughs> who, who do you start in goal on Thursday for the Sharks? I'm assuming
1: Dubnyk gets the start. I mean, it just seems to be the Bugner's Bugner really hasn't. You know, uh, I thought, um, you know, there was a game where I thought Jones was good, and they went to Dubnyk the next game. There really seems to be you no know, rhyme or reason. Just seems to be like they're alternating, and I feel like Dubnyk probably gets the start here. Um, I think he was he was probably a little bit better than Jones this game. That's not saying a lot. Yeah. Um, Well, you know, and he probably gets again. You know, like obviously, like come the third period, you knew you knew the game. the The Sharks were going to look better in the third because this is the NHL, right? Like,
2: well, and you expected Colorado (laughs) to like you know, Colorado's going to let off the gas. Yeah, it's like okay, they're they're dead already. But to to point it out, uh, Jones stopped only saw nineteen shots tonight. Dubnik saw twenty three, so. Just, you know, just saying, I think. Yeah, I, I mean, like I said, I don't think either goalie was particularly good, but I
1: assi- I don't
2: know. I, I, think goes, I think that's why he goes doobie next time. Uh, Super John coming in again. Hot, thank you again. Kane, EK, I swear he became as narrow as Hacksaw. Jim Duggan's two-by-four on that shot on goal. <laughs> yeah, you you right. I remember, man. He got, like, real. He said, oh, okay, watch me do my best impression of a fence post. Yeah, no, he didn't want to get hit.
1: No, I mean, let the goalie see it, right? But, I mean, obviously, your goalie has to be in the goal to stop it. Yeah. <laughs> um, right. I'm like, gonna... I, you want to either, like, I would I would much rather, like, block the shot or get out of the way. But, like, if you're not going to block the shot, then let the goalie
2: see it. The problem was, was there was no goalie in net to see the puck. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Well, look, I'll be interested since um, Konezov got, a penalty tonight it makes me wonder okay bring in middleton this guy fucked up you know <laughs> i mean knows? there's gonna be times like obviously like you know young players are gonna do things like i, th- I th- thought can these has been serviceable so far it's been all right
1: yeah like, I mean, as far as for what he does he's been fine i guess i mean you know i mean look at john leonard got made look stupid he had a nice little welcome to the nhl i mean like young guys are gonna make mistakes sometimes
2: yeah it's just the way but I do feel it, you know, it, it is, again, we, we look at it as a, a little bit of a metric, but it is funny that Vlasic, Carlson, and Burns, the big money guys, all finished minus tonight. The other three defensemen all finished even. So, I don't know. Take that for what you will. Uh, if I'm Colorado, I don't change a goddamn thing.
1: No. Uh, <laughs> Colorado's gonna just keep
2: rolling, dude. They're a wagon it, it, again. Them in Vegas, it's just yikes. And did, Colorado coming into this, weren't they like, th- yeah, they were three. And they were three, and three. So yeah. it's just, you know, it's that thing where the ABS could very easily over their next ten games go nine and one. You know what I mean?
1: But right, and again, you know, I think you, I think you, you, you pointed out something that was very point in early earlier on when you said, look, like normally by this point you've had your exhibition games, whatever, whatever. These guys, there was no exhibition, you just started playing, right? So obviously some teams are going to take a little bit of time to get their to get their stuff together and, you know, get their their systems down and whatever's going on. And obviously, you know, like, yeah, it's probably not the start that they wanted to get off to considering some of the teams they played, but you know, yeah. you got to get started at some point. And I think that uh yeah, like obviously three and three isn't reflective of that team on like at least on paper, right? I mean, obviously games aren't won on paper, but you look at that team on paper and you're like, that's not a three, that's not a three and three team no. to start the season. But you know, I think some teams, like you said, uh, I think you said it really good earlier. Like there, there was no preseason. There was just kind of get up and go, and here we are.
2: Well, I think that'll wrap it up for this one. Of course, we're going to see you after the game on Thursday against Colorado. Oh, but wait! Uh, if you missed it on the website and based on our server
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: being run by uh, I don't know somebody on a on a on a hamster wheel trying to power that thing, uh, if we had an exclusive that we broke news during the game that. The sharks and the fanatics have had a conscious uncoupling, a mutual parting of the ways, and whatever that other phrase was when it <laughs> to say that we're we're done. So yeah, go check that out on TealTownUSA.com. Uh, top post right now; it's getting a lot of good traction because look, how long have I been bitching about fanatics, and so it finally happened, and I think uh, we're all happy. Oh wait, but. We got to get another one in here from John John. Thank you so much. A j and Ian. I'm at least happy with Lebank so far. Uh, i've I've been happier as each game has progressed. Like it seems like he's, you know, he's not falling off. He's found a little bit of consistency. I will take. That.
1: um, I think my only issue with Lebank so far this year is for a guy who i who I think, has underrated passing ability. He's tried to make a lot of things happen that just aren't there. Mm-hmm. That's my only real gripe with LeBanc because he tries to, he's tried to, he's, he's trying too hard to make plays that aren't there. Um, that would be my only real gripe with LeBanc right now.
2: Yeah. Um, Back to the uh, fanatic. So yeah, a mutual parting of the ways. Now that's, you know, that's nobody. Sh- <laughs> you talk to just about anybody in the NHL, it's uh, it's what oh they they were just such a great coach they were they were such a great person blah blah blah. There's like three people like what I don't know Adam Burda Sean Avery and like uh, you know somebody else that that you can find people that would go yeah that guy was a prick you know but for the most part everybody talks about nicely you know talks nicely about each other they don't talk down uh, but look do you, if there was a problem who do you think had it. The, the the company that had four more years on the deal, or the company that contracted them and said no, we'd like to get out of this early if we could. Thank you. So, fanatics. Yeah,
1: and fine, and for whatever. just to answer, like the the, the thing is, is that fanatics was the one that was running the team store for the sharks, and this has nothing to do with the big picture. Like fanatics is still the. Oh, still the partner Um, for the NHL. They're still the partner for the entire league. They're just not the. They will just no longer be running the team store at SAP. Yes,
2: but what this does mean? uh, So to tail onto what you're saying, it's like when you see merch for the Lake Tahoe games, the Stadium Series, the playoffs. That's all going to be Fanatics. That that's a league wide license. But there are some teams like New Jersey Penguins. Fanatics are contracted to run their shop, and uh, you know. They've they've proven to be inconsistent, shall we say? I'll try to try to be somewhat diplomatic about it. Now, Anthony is asking, so does NHL Shop stop selling sharks merchandise from fanatics? No. No, that's not gonna happen. How the you know, there there's twenty-seven other teams in the league that don't have deals with fanatics to run their stuff and all their stuff's up there. So no, it's not that at all. That will not be impacted. It's just that what you will see is the sharks we're going to have they're going to have their own shop sjteamshop.com you're going to start seeing more merchandise there and the selection and the designs that you'll see at the tank are going to be a lot different and uh hopefully <laughs> a more consistent shade of teal across the line of all the options that are, that are available <laughs> uh so I look forward to seeing what they're going to do. The other thing to take into account, too, Fanatics has a certain way of kind of setting up their stores, and this is going to afford the opportunity for the Sharks to kind of you know turn that on its side a little bit and go, you know, we actually want to put this over here, and we want to put this up, and we want to feature more of this. And I think you're just... When you go into the Shark Store, you see that wall of hats, and you'll see, like, a row of seven... And it's all the exact same hat. It's so why are we wasting all this space for this? You yeah. know, we can truncate this and feature some other cool stuff. So what I'm saying is, is I think you're going to, over the course of the next few months, and this is all supposed to take place February 1st, so you're going to see that that changeover. It's not going to be overnight, people. Don't expect to, like, just show up on February 1st and go, okay, where's all the cool new stuff? It doesn't work like that. There's going to be a transition However, the store will have, it'll still carry some Fanatics jerseys, particularly, you know, children's and women's, because Adidas doesn't make those. And there is a small contingent of people who do find Fanatics to be more comfortable or, you know, they like the cut better, whatever it is. So uh, <laughs> it is. I'm sorry, I'm laughing at the Alex Jew comment.
1: Oh, a mutual oh. parting, like the nameplates on my Fanatics jersey. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> you're right. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. the So that we were happy to break that news tonight. That was fantastic. Uh, look forward to that. Um, I, th- you know, the other thing I'm looking forward to is since we have all the new merch and whatnot and you know, the sharks are supposed to be playing a couple home games, even though they'll be played in Arizona. I'm dying to see when the uh, reverse retro and heritage Jersey nights are going to be, um should be should be a lot of fun to get those going. I I can't wait to see those on the ice. I'm a little shocked that some teams have waited s- this long, you know, to start. I thought the like by game 3 we're going to see something, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's what I was. Didn't Arizona like open with Kachina jerseys if I remember mm-hmm. correctly? Yeah, so it's like, yeah, man, let's get off the let's go. <laughs> we have some cool stuff to play in. Let's let's rock. But anyway, I digress. Uh, so uh, we'll uh, finish this up, and if you have any final words to ask in the chat, do it now, please. Ian, where can the people find you on social media? At Ian
1: Blogs hockey on the Twitter machine, um, and uh, you can find me here sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> From time to time. From time to time. Hopefully, uh, in the future, with less puck guy talking to tech support while
2: I'm trying to vamp. <laughs> Yes, Uh, I'm AJ underscore strong on social media stuff. And uh, remember, of course, boom, uh, follow us, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Reddit, all of it at Teal Town USA. Make sure to hit the subscribe button if you would hit the notification bell to be let it known every time we go live. And if you ever miss a show, you want to hear it again. You can find us on your favorite podcast app. Don't forget to leave us however many stars you can in a cool review while you're there. But everything can always be found at tealtownusa.com. Sound good? I think so. So with that, uh, I, think, I think that wraps it up. Let me see. We'll do our last looks at the chat here. And we'll give the last comment to Vince. What's he say? To be fair, Sharks had no clue when they were going to be playing at home to put out a retro schedule. Absolutely. Fair enough. Absolutely. And we've I just spent league wide. I'm surprised we haven't seen a lot of them yet. Yeah. The, the heritage Vince, I will absolutely give you, uh, because the retro reverse have no designation. I'm surprised that we hadn't seen like, how does the NHL not give us one of those silly hour long shows when they really only have like 30 seconds of information to give us, <laughs> but the, how do you not do like an hour long show that like shows off each Jersey Shows you what it's based on, you know. They mm-hmm. easily could have put a show together like that, and then, sh- you know, at the end of each uh, segment, based on a simple t- on a on whatever team, then you show off the schedule, you know. And so the Anaheim Ducks are going to play their reverse retros these days. I was a little s- surprised that there wasn't a league wide thing, since that is, since this is for one season and is driven by the NHL. But whatever. Uh, all righty, then. Uh, we apologize for the technical difficulties this evening. It was out of our control. As you could tell, it was a Murphy's Law kind of night.
0: <laughs> <It> really was.
2: <laughs> on the ice, on the air, on the web server, <laughs> just everything. So thanks for tuning in. And uh, with any luck, uh, AOL will FedEx uh, new discs to... <laughs> Puck guy, and he'll be ready to rock on Thursday, unless Landy has to come in and uh, pinch it. I don't know. So until then, uh, thanks for watching, guys. Hit the subscribe yes, button, thanks, guys, and we'll see you all next time. How do I end this? Here we go.